Hey, Nadira. Hey, Curtis. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for doing the intro with me. Thanks for having me. You're in uh, Melbourne right now? I am. Um, and Melbourne's known to be uh, to have quite the fickle weather. It's It was four degrees yesterday Celsius. And today, I think we're looking at about 22, if not higher. Yes, yeah, I see you wearing a, a fluffy coat. I, I was expecting you to be wearing a t-shirt or something. <laughs> Maybe if I was in Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, actually, Brisbane's uh, much higher up, right? Uh, yeah, much yeah. more north. About an hour and a half flight, I think. Oh, okay. So, uh, we had a fun show. We recorded with uh, some new friends we just made over at the Pocha Playlist. Was that fun, uh, meeting them for the first time? Yeah, absolutely. Putting a face, like faces to names. It was it was really good. Um, seeing Brendan, Jenny, and Andy was really good. Yeah, well, you were the one who introduced me to them. Like I was like, hey, are there any other K-drama podcasts that you listen to? And you mentioned them. How long have you been listening to them? I think I've been I've been listening to them for quite some time, maybe like early uh, mid twenty twenty or late twenty twenty, because I was like on this binge looking for a, a K drama podcast. Because as you know, I'm a big fan of K drama. My eyes out, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. Um, Judy over there put so much effort and quality into her podcast that it kind of upped my standard on how it should be. And Portia Playlist was one of the ones that really stood out for me. Yeah, they're really fun. Uh, they're and, and it turns out they're local. They. They live in San Francisco and the Bay Area, and so it was really fun. We reached out, and they said yes, and so they're coming on with us, all three of them. We thought we might only get one person, but we actually are going to have all three hosts with us. Yeah, and um, you know, if you listen to the episode later, you can hear uh, Curtis throwing me under the bus saying I, I prefer Jenny <laughs> over the others. <laughs> no, I just said, if we only get one person, you said you hoped it would be Jenny. <laughs> they took it in stride, though. They took it in stride. Uh, yeah. So were there any surprises for you when we did this? Uh, we did this fantasy football style again. Were there any surprises? I, well, I thought I knew enough about K-dramas out there. And then, um, our Jennifer, uh, Jen kept like throwing these curveballs of K-dramas <laughs> I've never heard of before. Yeah. I don't know where she finds all these. She finds them on like secret sources. You know, they're not Netflix dramas or even Vicky dramas. She finds them on secret on, websites or something. On wink, wink websites. <laughs> yeah. You better have a good uh, virus protector and uh, some serious ad blockers. <laughs> Maybe some VPN as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to get into the episode in a second. But I just wanted to say that, you know, we recorded this uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, and that was before the tragedy that happened in the Itaewon district in Seoul, uh, right before Halloween. And I'm I'm still processing how how over 150 people could die in, in that manner. And it just, uh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to even think about it. It's just so sad. And it's just one of those moments that I think is going to be with us for a long time. Yeah, it, it's, it was quite heartbreaking when I heard the news, you know, I mean, it, it just, it seems like such a senseless way. Mm-hmm. Like they were partying, they were having fun and then people got squeezed together. And I think that the, the total count is 159 now. Yeah, yeah, that's a big number. And so we just want to say our condolences go out to anyone who lost a loved one. And I'm not so sure about the timing of this episode. You know, we recorded it a couple weeks ago. So if you don't think it's a good time to be talking about anything light like Korean dramas or anything, uh, we would totally understand if you don't want to listen to this episode. But, you know, maybe we could also be a diversion and uh, some escape from real world problems. So 
we offer that up to you as well. But we just want you to know that our thoughts are, are with folks in, over in South Korea right now. And thanks for listening. We're back with another K-Drama Draft. It's been a year. Nadira and Jennifer, can you believe it's been a year since our last one? Time really flies. It does, right? I felt like it wasn't that long ago. It's been really cool to see the new batch of dramas as well. Um, I don't know. Did you guys like 2022's drama offerings or 2021's? Oh. I think it's an improvement from last year, but I wouldn't really call it a big leap. I don't know, though. I might pick a 2022 drama. You have to wait and see. Yeah, to wait and see. So for those of you who don't know, we are doing a draft where we pick dramas and pick them in an order. So we have a we have a snaking order set up. But coming along on this episode are three folks that is it's kind of to be honest, it's kind of like a dream come true. Because <laughs> one I was listening to okay, get ready, don't get ready to blush. I was listening to your guys's uh, actually, let me introduce you first. <laughs> we are talking to all three members of the Pocha Playlist Podcast. Woo! Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi, guys. So excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. So we have Brandon, Jenny, and Andy from the Pocha Playlist, uh, recommended to me by Nadira. Thank you, Nadira. Oh, nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. I remember early on... I. I all right, to be honest, like I'm twice your age, so I was kind of like, I don't know, these guys are a little too cool for me. I'm not sure if I'm going to vibe with cool. these guys. <laughs> but uh, you know what? You know what pushed me over into into listening to you more regularly was you did a Ask Me Anything episode like a while ago. Was that like yeah, two I year think anniversary so. or something? Oh, yeah. well, probably our one our 100 episode. Is what yeah, we did, we did right? 100, and then I think our one of our anniversaries, so maybe like a year ago now. I don't even remember that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's a while well, back. it made an impression. It made me, you know what it made me want to do? It made me want to be part of the Pocha crew. So <laughs> this is like a dream. This is as close as I'm going to get, but this is like a dream come true to be uh, broadcasting with you guys. So we, uh, if you haven't listened to the Pocha playlist, it's a real fun show where they go through sometimes one, sometimes two. Have you done, do you do three at a time? We've ever? gone up to three. It was a long episode, yeah. but we've kind of scaled back. We're focusing on, you know, quantity over quality now mm -hmm. yeah. quality so they, over quantity bro. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so you you guys watch current episodes of something and yep. and then you, you you decide whether to drop it or not what around episode four yeah two Four's... we do four episode cutoff mm -hmm. and then we'll collectively decide to drop it yeah yeah and then if you get all the way to the end then you rank it and you make a list and it's real fun because you know not everyone's gonna agree with each other uh most recently, Little Women, right? Not everyone's going to agree <laughs> with someone. Yeah. But uh, but you come to some kind of consensus and some kind of an agreement, and then you put it on a list. And it's fun for us to look at, too, because we're going to say, oh, I don't agree with that, or I like that. Yeah. So real fun. So go give them a listen. You can li Whatever you're listening to us now on, you can listen to Pocha on. Um, who came up with the name Pocha Playlist? I think all of us came up with it together. So we... We started the podcast because we would get together and we would drink and we would just watch dramas together and really just 
discuss things in a more lighthearted manner. And I'm Korean, and in Korea, you drink at pochas or pochangachas. And so we we said we should do a play on pocha. And then we had another member who is unfortunately no longer with us. He mentioned that we should do like a playlist style where mm-hmm. we rank the dramas every year. And that's our recommendation, our gift to our listeners. And so instantly we were like, double P, Pocha Playlist. And mm-hmm. it's it's stuck with us ever since. Super fun. Nadira, what do you like about Pocha Playlist? I like how you guys really sound in tune with each other. Like you're on the same wavelength and you just know each other's timing. And I actually really like your quality because when I found you, I was going through like 12 K-drama um, podcasts trying to figure out which one will be my regular. And I really appreciate the effort that you put into it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to give Andy a shout out because I will say like Andy is probably the most technical of the three of us. And so from the very beginning, he was always like, we got to make sure the quality is solid. And sometimes they'd be like, let's just record on Zoom. And he'd be like, no, we got to do the mics. We got to make sure the quality is there. And I'm glad it paid off. Yeah, yeah, things yeah. are a little different just because there's four of there were four of us, and then mm-hmm. we obviously like there are times where we talk over each other, and then we got to make sure we got a good mics and everything. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and Andy no, I, is our resident editor as well. So no, I hear you. I yeah. hear you, man. Editing, <laughs> recording, no joke. It takes some time. It's definitely a labor of love. Uh, for me, so I I used to be kind of in the K drama closet because like as a middle aged guy. <laughs> There were not a lot of people that were watching K-dramas, and I was kind of like, well, who am I going to talk to about K-dramas, right? And so that's when I got into K-drama podcasts, and I don't know of any other K-drama podcasts with guys. I think you guys are one of the only ones that really? I... I mean, there's got to be. There's got to be some out there, but um, yeah, I, I haven't found any that I listen to regularly. Because at one point, we were three guys and then Jenny. Yeah. yeah. And we used yeah. to always have fun on these uh, episodes when we're reviewing. <laughs> I would always say, Jenny, like, what's the female perspective from this? Because <laughs> sometimes we, we, you know, we can't help, can't help ourselves. We bro out sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's the, the biggest difference for us is our just perspectives are very different and very, like, we're very unfiltered at some, um, some mm-hmm. types of times. Yeah. And uh, I think that's just p- part of our personalities. So... Yeah, yeah, no, it is. I think that's what people like too. Is a little like we feel like we're sitting in the living room with you guys, and we're just kind of like hearing friends talk about something that they like, you know. So it's fun. It's good to hear you say that because um, a lot of our listeners, like internationally too, will get messages from people who are just like, "Yeah, I'm in a location, or I'm like, you know, studying abroad, or whatever," and it's like I don't have a lot of friends who are into some of these things that I am. So, like, I do think it is common. So I'm glad that you also feel that way. Yeah, yeah. And another little, I, I might expose Nadira a little bit here. Now, we were we were over the moon that we have all three of you. But when Nadira and I said, oh, we should try to collaborate with Poetry Playlist. And she was like, I hope we get at least one person to come on with us. And if we do get one person, Nadira said. I hope it's Jenny. She said, I hope it's Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> but we are super excited to have all three hosts with us. And we're going to have a little fun. So we're going to do a fantasy football style draft where we all take turns making picks and we predetermine the order. And so if you don't know the rules, the way it works is uh, the first person makes the first pick and then it goes down to the sixth person. But then we're going to snake back around. So then whoever picks last in the first round will pick first in the second round. And just to spice things up a little bit, since this is our second K-drama draft, 
We uh, picked categories this year. And so round one are going to be school dramas. Could be high school, could be college, could be military school. Who knows? Who knows, right? Uh, second round are going to be something supernatural, something uh, fantasy, something a little bit where the laws of science and nature do not apply to every part of the drama. The third category is going to be kind of a loose one, but we are thinking maybe a workplace drama or something that takes place or highlights a certain industry, if I think that's correct. But uh, we we were talking earlier that that's pretty loose, so that could be almost anything if someone goes to work. I mean, technically, that's a workplace drama. Well, but uh, the way Brandon put it was, as long as you can defend your choice, uh, it, it'll count. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. And then the last round, we're just going to do a free-for-all, maybe something a little more current, uh, but we're going to try to keep things, you know, in the last five, six years, if we can. Uh, the last round is a free-for-all, any any type of drama for your last pick. And of course, we can always name some honorable mentions as well. So the order that we took, or the order that we determined, is in the first round, we'll be Brandon picking first, I will pick second, Jennifer will pick third, Andy fourth, Jenny fifth, and Adira will do sixth, but then she'll flip around and pick seventh as well. So we're going to do that order. Hope that works out for everybody. Uh, once you pick a drama, that drama is no longer available to anybody else. However, if you pick something that's part of a series, you get the entire series. So if it is, what do we say, Arthdale Chronicles 1, 2, and 3, you get all of them. Even the three? upcoming fourth season, yeah, <laughs> for free. <laughs> so that's the way it's going to work. All right, so with the first pick of the 2022 Korean drama draft is Brandon. Take it away, Brandon. All right. So round one, I'm actually very happy that I'm going first so I can set the pace. So Curtis, I'm just looking at your notes here. You wrote school drama and in parentheses, you wrote takes place in a high school. And so I kind of thought outside of the box here <laughs> and you're already laughing. I have a feeling you might know what I'm going to pick, but just so that there's no controversy, I'm going to read you the description to prove to you guys <laughs> why this drama works. Okay. A virus outbreak occurs at Hyosan High School. The infected quickly turn into human-eating zombies. Students at the high school must now fight for their lives while they look for a way out. My pick for this round is All of Us Are Dead, 2022 drama, yeah. 10 episodes on Netflix. Yeah, absolutely a school drama. No argument there for me. Anybody have an argument with that? No, that's, no, that's a, a about high school as you can no. get, right? Yeah. <laughs> Because I liked it because... They're in a uniform throughout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I really liked about it, it's a zombie drama, but it is about humans, you know? It's about humans and cliques and bullies and popularity and a lot of all the stuff that high schoolers go through, which I deal with on a daily basis, but <laughs> all that stuff plus zombies. <laughs> love it. What did you love about that drama? So I love spooky stuff. October is my favorite month. Jenny can <laughs> prove to you. I, I literally every every October I watch thirty one horror movies. It's what I do every every year. So all of us are dead is just right up my alley. And yeah, yeah. when I was watching it, I mean I'm a little bit older, and it was fun for me to keep thinking back and asking myself if I was their age, how would I have gotten out of that situation? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we, we did an episode on it. Uh, the three of us did an episode on it and I liked it more than Jennifer and Nadira. Um, I really enjoyed it actually. Okay. But you didn't As think well. it was the best zombie thing. You like, like you love zombie things. I did. Yeah. I think it was actually more about the human element than the zombie element in that mm -hmm. 
drama, which you mentioned, like they have a lot of the same high school problems. Yeah, yeah. No, a really good show, though. I, I, I recommend it to people. Uh, and, you know, we we actually paid homage to you guys during that episode that we recorded. Really? Oh, wow. Because we gave everyone nicknames and we we did it a la Poetry Playlist. And I think we said, really? okay, we're going to give, because it's hard to memorize everyone's name in that show. So we gave everyone a nickname. We said, just like Poetry Playlist. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, it's, I mean, that is, that is one of the fun things about your show is that you give everyone nicknames. And that works for especially a show like uh, All of Us Are Dead. There are so many. I I, I don't remember. Did, did you guys all agree on that one, or was was there, was there any dissension on that one? I think there was a lot of like, oh, we would have done this differently if we were in that situation. Commentary. I think this mm. is when we had our fourth um, Pocha Playlist member too, and I think him and Andy were always like, but would you have rung the like rung this music or would you have ran here? <laughs> so there was a lot of like judgmental um, attitudes of these kids. But I think overall, we thought it was a solid drama. Um, and I think we all liked it, right, Andy? Yeah, it was a solid drama. I think it was very exciting to watch all in all at the end of the day. Yeah. Just a little yeah. bit some problems, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, not a perfect drama, but definitely entertaining. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so I'm going to go with the second pick in this round. And I had All of Us Are Dead somewhere on my board, but I'm going to go a little bit different than um, you might expect me to. I'm going to go with a drama about college girls, college Mm. women, all right, where they're uh, in an apartment. I think it's four women together, young women together in an apartment. Uh, One of them comes from The Cuts. And the others are city girls, and they're studying together. Oh, actually, they're they're a little bit different ages, and they're studying in college. It is called Hello My Twenties, or Age of Youth, which is probably not up my alley at all in terms of relatability, but for some reason, <laughs> I really I really like this drama. You is guys that, ever watch Age of Youth? I haven't watched the whole thing, but I remember being really into some of the clips because I think when Vincenzo came out, I think the main co-lead in Vincenzo, she's also in that drama, right? Is it her? I think it is her. It is oh. her, I think. She's the one with the boyfriend situation who might have... It was very sad. <laughs> I don't want to like spoil <laughs> yeah. anything. She, she, I think she was the one that was struggling a lot financially and yeah. she had to balance going to school okay. and like a full-time job as well i didn't even recognize it <laughs> yeah, but yeah cool. i heard it was really good and i it's been on my list but unfortunately my list keeps getting longer right. with all the new k dramas right, that come out but right. i'm glad you well, brought and, that up and the actress from uh attorney Wu was in that Park Bin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah parking bin yeah all right moving that was on. actually gonna be my first pick was that Ah, yeah, you didn't think I would pick that, huh? You didn't know. I, I like, I no. like stumping Nadira. She thinks she knows me so well. Because <laughs> that reminded me of my living arrangements when I was fresh up high school. I was in that situation as well, and all the drama really was like reminiscent of those times for me. So I, I can't say it was reminiscent for me, but uh, I scooped you. All right, you got to regroup, regroup, Nadira. Go for Plan B. All right, Jennifer, with the third pick in the school drama round. All right, so my drama is actually back in high school, and it was actually released back in 2019. It is called Moment of 18, and it stars Kim Hyung-gi and Ong Sung-woo from 101. So I don't know if anyone watched that, but I thought it was really light and fun, but it also did a really good job of tackling some serious issues like, you know, the like 
doing well in school and trying to get a really high paying job or pursuing your passions. And then also some more serious issues, right? Like school violence, domestic violence, et cetera. So I felt like it had a really unique cast of characters as well. And they each kind of stood alone rather than just kind of like serving as a plot line for the two main characters. So I don't know if anyone else watched yeah, that. I know. That sounds really oh, good though. He stumped us all. <laughs> all right. I would recommend it. I thought it was a feel good watch. All right. Say the name one more time. A moment of 18. A moment of 18. And it was back from 2019. Mm. Okay. Thanks for the rec. Every, yeah. Anyone out there, write to us if you like this drama. Send me an email. Let me know if you agree with Jennifer. A moment of 18. All right. Good. And is you know if that's uh, on any of the major carriers or is it? Uh, I know it was a TVN drama and actually did well in ratings as well. Hmm. So back when it was airing, like... Koreans really liked it as well, and it got a lot of buzz. Okay, so I don't know. Maybe Vicky, maybe not Netflix, though. Yeah. Not too sure. Okay. All right, with the fourth pick in the school drama round is Andy. So for mine, I think Brandon and Jenny definitely know which one I'm about to pick, but this one is a 2020 K-drama on Netflix, <laughs> and this one is Extracurricular. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I actually don't watch that many um, like high school dramas or I guess like if they're in the, the K-drama, it's like integrated into the plot, like, you know, like a flashback or something. But this one, the entire show takes place in um, high school and it's about uh, a kid who is a model student. He's really smart and he's from a really poor family. So in order to pay off his bills to go to university, he basically, he basically becomes a pimp. Yeah. And the whole show <laughs> just spirals that. downhill from there because, you know, you're high school, you don't know what you're doing, and it's just, uh, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a Breaking Bad, right, where things are were working so well, and then all of a sudden things start to spiral, and he's just trying to keep things afloat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really, really edgy show. Like, for Korea, that was a really edgy show, I think. Yeah. It was, I could not sit through it. <laughs> I watched the whole drama, but I remember we were talking about this back in 2020, and I was like... This is tough. Just everything bad that could happen to someone is like happening yeah. to this yeah. kid. Yeah. But it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, really good one. And the guy, the guy who uh, is kind of his enforcer, such a good actor. Do you get anybody know his name? He was in Lawless Lawyer. He's the older man, right? Who wears the bucket yeah. hat. He was so badass. Yeah, he was so good in that. But yeah, he's a really good actor. I really like that. Yeah, good pick, Andy. All right, Jenny, with the fifth pick. All right. Um, I'm going to pick one that came out actually 2020, 2021, so a more recent drama as well, but it's called True Beauty. Um, it is, I feel like, one of the best iconic high school K-dramas that has come out recently to me. It's just, like, about this girl who, like, gets bullied because she's, like, quote-unquote ugly or whatever, and then she, like, discovers the power of makeup, and then she goes back to this new school, and everyone's, like, in love with her, and that's, you know, the love triangle, you got the backstabbing best friends, like, the whole thing, so it's a, it's a fun drama, and I would recommend. I think it's still on Vicky. We watched it on there a couple years ago, so um, that's my pick. All right. Uh, you guys watch? Nadira was nodding her head. You watch that show, Nadira? I didn't finish it. I think I still had like four or five episodes to go, but I saw where he was going. And I also listened to Pocha, so I, <laughs> I knew where he was going. <laughs> I didn't have to finish it. Yeah. It has like all um, your tropes in the K-drama. Like every like <laughs> time, like every, you know, typical K-drama trope is in there. And it's, 
It's a it's a fun one though. Like I feel like it's one that you put up and you hear the theme music and you're like, let's get into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I watched as well, and my only like gripe with it is that her ugly form was not even really oh, ugly. God, yeah. Like <laughs> they literally just put a lot of blush on her, gave her like pimples, yeah. and I was like, come on, come on, guys. But you I could know. see, you could see. Yeah, it I, was like, yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's a skin condition, not ugliness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so it's like, oh, let me take off my glasses. And then all of a sudden, they're like super hot, right? It was like. Right. <laughs> I was like, it is not that easy for most people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nadira, bringing up the caboose with the sixth pick in this round. What do you got? I'm picking 25-21. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Solid. actually thought one of the poaching guys would pick that. Yeah, I thought as well. So I'm glad no one picked it because Curtis took my primary one. <laughs> so yeah, I think we can all agree how good 2521 is. And I know a lot of people had issues with the ending, but to me, it wasn't about the main relationship. So I was actually okay with it. What was it about for you? For me, it was about her growth throughout high school and just mm-hmm. finding herself. And, you know, throughout the drama, she had issues with her mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it turns out this guy that she really loved kind of turned out like her and yeah. clearly he was committed to protecting her more than sharing his life with her mm-hmm. yeah so in that sense um yeah and also that writer tends to kind of queer bait a lot in her writing so i kind of felt like she wanted to pair her with bona's character <laughs> which i would have been okay with as well but i don't think the ratings would be happy with that over there yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think one of our Pocha crews was on board with that too. They were like, if they were a little duo, he was like, I'm feeling it. <laughs> okay. So we can yeah. see where it's coming from. Man, Kim Tae though, such a good actress. Oh, yeah. She looks so young for her age. It's amazing. Yeah, she's 30 something. She's 31. I think yeah. so, yeah. But I she, think she's 30, yeah. Yeah, no, she played a high schooler convincingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, really fun show, really well written. I mean, it's not a spoiler, right? Because you know they're not going to get together from day from the first episode. You know that they're not married, right? And they're not having kids. So, oh, <laughs> oh you got- spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, that was the biggest contention for us. We love doing these predictions, yeah. and like at the end of the <laughs> d- at the end of the day, we hated the finale. Just like, wait, they they should. <laughs> Who's I re- dead? I remember we were reviewing the finale, and I told Andy, I was like, if you just go back and logically look at every clue they yeah. gave us, it was not it's so happen. obvious that it, it doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree with you that I wanted it, but and and I didn't think it was gonna happen, but. I, but yeah, I, I didn't like the ending either. Yeah, was same. The- you know, the one thing I liked about it, though, it kind of taught viewers how to break up nicely. Yes. Which, yes. you know, <laughs> I never learned until I was like 25, well into my marriage, uh-huh. learning how to break up nicely. And that's what I really appreciate about it. I think that pro is actually why it gets a lot of heat because they did such a heartbreaking mm. goodbye that was just so true to their relationship. Everyone was so heartbroken that they were like, why'd you do this to us? You know? Yeah. 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 It, but yeah, definitely. I'm glad someone picked that. That was, it was between those two. And I was thinking, well, maybe I'll save it for someone else. So I'm glad you picked that, Nadir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. All right. And so between rounds here, I have a little bit of a trivia. It's not a contest. I have a couple of trivia questions here. All right. Anyone can answer these. Speaking of school in South Korea, how many hours does the average student in Korea go to school and like outside tutoring a day? So if you like they call them cram schools, right? So if you, how many hours a day does the average high school student go to school and cram school in one day? Would you, would you guess? 
14. Well, 12 hours. 10. Yeah. You guys are splitting the difference. The average is about 13 hours. So there are some that do 14. Ooh. There are some that do 12. It's a long day. That's so long. Shoot. Like 8 in the morning till like 10 o'clock at night. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, there's the one K-drama that came out, Attorney Wu. And one of the t- subjects that they touch on, I think, is related to that where, you know, basically she's defending a, this guy who is trying to tell these kids in Korea, like, stop studying and going to cram school for so long. Like, go out and enjoy your youth. So I totally see where the 13 hours comes from that's crazy yeah, yeah. they're running and i think he called himself the captain of the children's yes. liberation army yeah. yes he did so he yeah. wanted to liberate the children from the 14 hours <laughs> i don't know are we foreshadowing a pick later coming on in this episode we'll see we'll, we'll see. see okay <laughs> uh let's do a i'll do a fantasy trivia question since the next round is about fantasy or things that are a little spiritual so korean superstitions what is a gift you should never give to someone that you care for? Shoes. Yeah, Brandon knows, yeah. <laughs> if you have a lover or if you have a best friend, never get them a pair of shoes because it symbolizes that they're going to, you know, Brandon? Run they're going to put it on and run away from you. Run away, yeah. But that's every Korean drama, though. Is it in every drama? That is true. It is one well, of the gifts. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, the guy always buys a girls a pair mm-hmm. of shoes. But see, if they're high heels, then you can't run away in high heels. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched Jurassic World, have you? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's whip around to the fantasy round. Again, these are dramas where some sort of law of nature is being violated. Uh, We are going to whip around to Nadira again with the seventh pick. What do you got, Nadira? I am picking the TV series uh, Beauty Inside, not the movie. Huh. Uh, Thank you guys. Yes. Okay. So you watched it as well. So the premise is this woman pretty much, well, not every day, but every few weeks or so turns into someone that she's never met. Like it could be a child, it can uh. be an old lady, it can be someone who can't see. It, it's like her whole closet is like filled with clothes that she can wear of any age and any size. Wow. Um, so that's the main premise. And I'm not going to tell you anything more uh, regarding the plot, but um, I think I like the empowered style of it. Like she wasn't, she wasn't a damsel in distress. And that's mm-hmm. what I liked about it. There's a lot of really strong female characters actually in that K-drama. I would say the second lead also, like she was this like boss businesswoman and she's, I don't think there was too much of a love triangle. I feel like eventually the the couples kind of fall into place, but like she, the second lead couple was also really great. Very cool. Okay, I have not watched that. Anybody else watch that one? I've watched a movie, and I like the movie. The movie, but I have great. not checked out the drama. Really different vibes, mm-hmm. but similar premise. See, this is why Jenny and Adira are going to get along. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> same taste here. All right, so we are going backwards now. So now we go back to Jenny. So Jenny, do you have a fantasy drama for us? I do, and this is also a really recent one that we also reviewed on the Poetry Playlist, but it's Uh-oh. called Alchemy of Souls. <laughs> yeah. And it is a very long K-drama, and actually there's going to be a part two that's coming out this year as well. But yeah. it's about this, it's like a made-up world, and it's like about this powerful sorceress she's like 
essentially she gets stuck in this blind woman's body and then she gets like tangled up in all these other like mages and this really um prestigious family and it's it's kind of all over the place but there is a really strong love line there's many strong love lines actually and i think the fantasy aspect um and i'm typically not a huge fantasy k-drama person but alchemy of souls like the fantasy aspect really makes the k-drama really really strong so Mm. um yeah we're really excited about part two and um we're excited to talk about that on our podcast as well yeah yeah you guys rank that very high that's like your number two for this year yeah number number two two. yeah yeah i honestly didn't get into it and i I, maybe i gotta give it another try because i think the first four episodes i think we had talked about this on tuesday where it's it's you know you're building this world and you're making all these rules and i didn't get the rule i was getting confused Mm -hmm. like what can you do what can't you do you're blocking this you're not blocking that you're releasing You so sound just like Andy. Yeah, that's the problem with a lot of these like type of shows. The first four episodes is all story building, and it takes. It's really the entry, the barrier entry is just so high because it's the uh, you just got to get used to it. But once you get into it, it's uh, it's it gets interesting because it has all the spicy K drama tropes in it as well. Okay, so maybe I got to go back to it because I love <laughs> I like jo- Jung So Min. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since because it's my first life, I really mm-hmm. like I like her, and I, I thought she's. She's good in this, but yeah, I, just, I don't know, I fell off of it, but yeah, maybe I got to go back. Not to plug our podcast more, but I feel like we do try our best in our episodes to like try to make sense of what's going on in the plot because I do agree it gets super freaking confusing, especially towards the middle because you're like, who has which power and like what stone is in what person's hand and you're like, what's happening? But I do think we try our best on the podcast to like clarify things for people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where Alchemy of the Souls was probably my biggest disappointment of 2022. And I actually did watch the whole thing and I Mm. really liked it up until episode 10. Like Mm. I I really liked the world they were building. I thought it was so creative. It was so fun. But after that, I felt like this plot just really never went anywhere. They kind of stagnated it for a really long time. And I felt like they made it so slow because they're going to have a season two. So I felt like they could have told the whole story in one season, but they chose not to. And I think that's where they lost me. Well, are you going to watch the second part though? You know, honestly, after, after I watched the ending, I think I'm over it. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That's the way it is, man. Sometimes people will will love something and sometimes people have the exact opposite opinion. So Mm -hmm. that's why we have, that's why we have different podcasts and that's why we have different shows. So yeah, but I, I think that's, I, I like the pick because it makes me want to watch it. So, uh, so yeah, smooth pick, Jenny. Coming in at the ninth pick overall, the third pick in the fantasy round is Andy. What do you got for us, Andy? So the K-drama I have is from 2016 and it's actually about this, the fantasy element is about uh, webtoons. And so <laughs> this K-drama is called W with Han Hyoju and Lee Jong Suk. Um, yeah, it takes yeah. it's uh, the main female actress. She is a surgeon in real life, and her dad is a manga art- artist, and he's a really popular manga artist. And she enters the realm of this manga, and uh, they that's how they you know get together. And he's like a mm. really popular CEO in this manga. Yeah, yeah, uh, really fun show. I, I really like this show. I, I thought it was 
original in so many ways. And again, the world building, not too complicated, but they, they built two different worlds and, and then the, the characters start to realize, wait, what world am I in? Am I fake? Am I real? That is kind of confusing. So yeah, fun show though. What, what do you guys think of this? Anyone else have opinions on this show? Dead silence. <laughs> it's so long. I can't, I, yeah, I, I remember liking it, but I don't remember much about it. I remember a lot of people had opinions about the ending. So mm. Andy, I'm just wondering, like, did you feel like they ended the drama well without spoilers? I thought it was fine. I was content with the ending at the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't rewatched the show in like two, three years or so. But uh, uh, at the time that I watched it, I was, I was, I was fine with it. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and y'all are into webtoons and and manga, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I love a lot of webtoons. Um, and I think Andy has watched a couple of like the Netflix animes and Brandon and I have watched more like um, you know, Crunchyroll type animes as well. So we're into all that stuff. Yeah, so no, it's a fun show, especially if you like that kind of world, if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, really good show. Good pick, Andy. All right, and so midway through this round, we have so far Beauty Inside, Alchemy of Souls, and W. Jennifer, what do you have for your fantasy pick? Um, Yeah, I have another drama from 2019, and it's kind of another unknown drama that I don't think a lot of international audiences watched. Um, it's called The Light in Your Eyes, and it starred Han Ji-min and, and Kim Hye-ja. So I'm going to keep the plot really vague because anything else would just be spoiling the whole drama. But it's basically about a woman who finds a special watch, and this allows her to turn back time. But it comes at a really expensive cost because every time she uses it, she ages herself. So imagine going back in time, and then you come back and you're 20 years older. Mm. And... That's really all I'm going to say because I don't really want to spoil anything. I feel like if you haven't watched it, it's such a good watch and just get like a box of tissues because you're going to cry <laughs> a lot. <laughs> all right. Good warning. Good warning. Anybody else watch this drama? I don't think I've seen the whole drama, but I do remember seeing it come up because I really like the main guy for this, Nam He was also in 2521, a lot of like really mm-hmm. k- good K-dramas. But yeah, I heard it was very, very sad, but it sounds like you also <laughs> are saying that too. So seems like a good one. It's really good. Sad, but in a good way, Jennifer? Yeah, I think it really makes you just like contemplate your life in a way. Like it has like... Because it, it kind of takes you through the whole lifespan because it causes her to age so quickly. So it's kind of like Benjamin Button in oh. reverse. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. Sounds interesting. I, I love yeah. time travel stuff, which I'll talk about in my pick. But <laughs> I love it when time and space is bent a little bit. So, yeah, I might, I might check that out. Wait, Benjamin um, Button in reverse would just be your young getting old. Faster than normal, though. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how to describe this one. She's just aging quickly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair we, we get what you meant, though. Yeah, okay. we got it. We got it. All right. And then I'm coming in with my pick for the fantasy round now. Uh, for those of you who've followed us this time, you kind of know what dramas we like. We pick kind of the same dramas the last two times we've done these kind of picking shows. So I'm trying to avoid some of the ones that we've picked. So, you know, we've picked Goblin before. We've picked Signal before as some of our favorites. So I'm going to go with a time travel one that's kind of Signal adjacent. 
And I've talked mm. about this drama before. But this is a drama where someone travels back in time. Uh, he's a police officer from the current, whatever current time it was. Mm-hmm. I forget when this drama came out. Uh, and, oh, 2018. So he's a police officer in like 2018 or 2017, something like that. And he flashes back to the 80s. And he travels through time. Well, Well, he has this catastrophic injury and he's like basically brain dead or he's in a coma back in current times but in his head he travels back in time and he's a police officer in the 80s and he's helping them solve crimes but also trying to figure out well who did him wrong in the current time so it's called life on mars it uh stars one of our favorite guys uh jung kyung ho from uh prison playbook Hospital Playlist, uh, everyone's favorite from those shows. And so he's really good in this drama. Uh, There's a little bit of a love story, but it's really more about uh, what is reality. And you don't ever know what is reality and what is is just in his head because he got this major concussion. You can't, you hear the doctors talking to him in the the past when he's in the 80s. You'll hear the doctors trying to, hey, don't die. What are you doing? You know? Stay alive, you know, and stuff like that. So it's a really interesting show. The only problem was it came out right around the same time as Signal. And so everyone loved ah. that show. And it sound it seems it's a it's an Irish meet I think it's a British remake, actually. So everyone was kind of comparing it to Signal and saying, Oh, this is kind of the wannabe signal. <laughs> but I really liked it. So I would recommend it to folks out there. It's called Life on Mars. Uh I don't know where you can watch it. It's not on one of the major platforms. So you might have to, you know, dig a little deeper into the interweb to watch it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go try to find it if you can, if you're up to that. Uh, Life on Mars. Has anybody ever seen that? Did you like it more than Signal? If, if, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but if they came out at totally different times, I would have liked it more probably. Like I would have yeah. thought it was more original. Like if, if Signal didn't exist. Andy, you've seen it? Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen a couple episodes of this one, but when you were talking about the summary, I thought you were talking about Tunnel because it was basically right. the same synopsis. All of three what of them, you're like the about. same year. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was yeah. talking about a different drama oh. <laughs> that was on my <laughs> list for this fic, and I was like, "Damn it!" Oh no, okay, <laughs> but it, all right. It, it was not. It was a different drama. Well, let, that's a good segue. Let's go ahead and go back to Brandon with your pick, the last pick of the fantasy round. What do you got, Brandon? All right, so I have a 10 episode on Netflix. It's a 2020 drama. It's a stacked cast. It has Hong Gang, Lee Do Yeon, Go Min Ji, Lee Shi Young, Ko Yun Jung. It's Sweet Home. And just to prove that it's very fantasy and sci fi, <laughs> the little blurb that they have is as humans turn into savage monsters, mm-hmm. one troubled teenager and his neighbors fight to survive and to hold onto their humanity. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, fantasy, right? Yeah. yeah. No, really strong cast. Uh, and you like these monsters and stuff. You like zombies and monsters. That's your thing, huh? <laughs> I do. But my only gripe with that drama was I feel like the uh, special effects of the monsters could have been a little bit better. It yes. looked a little bit yeah. too goofy. Like it wasn't scary at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the name of the woman? She's a professional boxer before. Ishi Young. Yeah. Ishi Young. Yeah. So and she's, yeah. She's really good in this, and she's she's a TikToker. She has some really funny yeah. TikToks. Yes, I follow her on TikTok, and she's hilarious. She's like she's on hilarious. point with all the trends and like all the funny videos. I love her. She yeah. did all her own stunts on that show. So yeah. where she's like going through the tunnels and hoisting herself up everywhere, she did all of that. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I really like this drama too. And, and she's ripped. She's yeah, ripped. She's ripped. And she can legit defend herself against monsters if she had to. Yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't do this for your show though, or did you do this for Pocha? We, we did. did do it. Yeah. It was on oh, our okay. List. Okay. Back. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, Sweet Home, really fun. Uh, is there going to be more uh, Sweet Home? There is. A second season is confirmed. I don't think it's coming out this year though. Yeah. Mm. And it's based on a webtoon. Yeah. That I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it is based on a webtoon. <laughs> sounds like yeah, a webtoon. It sounds like a webtoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. I think that's why the monsters were a bit weird because they were trying to stay being called in a webtoon, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes I sense. I think so. All right. Good job, guys. So let's just do a quick recap here. With the school dramas, we started with All of Us Are Dead, Hello, My 20s, Moment of 18, Extracurricular, True Beauty, and 2521. Uh, Jenny, do you mind recapping the fantasy dramas? Yeah, and so for the fantasy dramas, we have uh, Sweet Home, Life on Mars, The Light in Your Eyes, W, Alchemy of Souls, and Beauty Inside. Yeah, these are good lists. I yeah. think I think I am liking this so far. Uh, it is time, however, for some workplace dramas. And in before we get there, let's warm up with some workplace trivia. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Uh, do you guys know what the minimum minimum wage in South Korea is at the moment? It changes in 2023, but what is the 2022 minimum wage? Can we say it in USD? Sure. $7. Oh, pretty close. It's oh. 9,161, which translates to $6.41. Oh, oh wow. very close. I was going to get $6.40. Yeah, oh, wow. you were, you're right there. Yeah. Uh, it's going to go up to, I think it's going up to a lofty $8 soon though in 2023. Nice. All right. Now this, this should be easy except for number three here, but what are the top three companies in Korea? Uh, Samsung. Samsung. CJ? No. Think cars. Hyundai. Hyundai. And number three, you won't know. Number three is called Posco. Posco. And what do they do? What do they do? They do uh, steel. <laughs> oh, know, no interesting. Knows. But Samsung by far. Samsung has a, a market capitalization of $165 billion, And number two, Hyundai has $49 billion. So <laughs> Samsung owns, wow, owns Samsung. Korea, basically. Yeah. That's wild. I thought I would have thought CJ would be in there too, Jennifer. Because um, they, yeah. I feel like they own a bunch of companies. And like everything is owned by CJ for some reason, you know? Although I have heard that if you track all of these companies, apparently a lot of them goes back to CJ in terms of share owner. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. And then probably number four is BTS, right? <laughs> Hype. Isn't that LG? Sure. <laughs> is number four? I know LG's another. LG's up one, there. Yeah. Oh, Kia's yeah. up there. Uh, I forget what else was up there, but yeah. yeah I would have thought Lotte if they aren't owned by right. one of the other yeah. companies. Yeah. I think they were top 10. For sure, yeah. Cool. And what's what's kind of trippy about these companies is a lot of them are not that old, right? Because South Korea just kind of got on the the world stage in like the 80s, right? A lot of these companies didn't, well, they might have existed, but they didn't really blow up until 88, 89. Yeah, so. Well, I think if you look back to the history, um, back right after the war, um, I think the South Korean government like gave each family that was loyal to the government a different industry so that's why all the conglomerations are in a different industry and they dominate like either 
I don't know, Lottie does like food and then Hyundai right. does cars, etc. It's oh. the same it like <laughs> Little Woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't watch yeah, Little Woman if you want to know more. <laughs> don't quote me on this, but I did do some, I, I fell into a rabbit hole a few years ago, but apparently the US gave Korea a lot of money for their contribution in the Vietnamese war. If you translate it to now, I think it's something like three billion US dollars wow. throughout like seven years or something. But yeah, if you look into it, that's why South Korea has such a strong relationship with the US because during the Cold War, they were entirely on the US side. Yeah. And that's why they were rewarded financially. Yeah. Wow, you guys are so educational on your podcast. <laughs> we're we're nerdy, yeah. We we do nerdy stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, let's whip back around with Brandon again. He's gonna he's gonna lead us off into the workplace drama uh, category. So, Brandon, do you have a workplace drama for us? I do, and I've been mentally keeping track. But this actor has come up, mm -hmm. I think, three times. Once again, Nam Juyuk. As the main, we also have Bay Suzy and Kim Sono and uh -huh. Jennifer, Jenny, Curtis, and Andy. We are all in the Bay Area. The next drama I have is Startup. The little blurb is the series revolves around a woman who has dreams of becoming an entrepreneur like Steve Jobs. The story takes place in the fictional sandbox company where the journey of four unique people is told. It's a 2020 drama, 16 episodes on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Solid one. So this is another Solid one that drama. I put in similar boat of 2521 where 12 maybe 14 out of the 16 episodes were solid and then the final two really lost me i was not happy <laughs> with that ending but the storyline with uh kim sono and the grandma really broke my yeah. heart it was mm. so touching that yeah. was the best love story right <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> i agree seriously yeah. All right, so who's team Namdo San and who's team Good Boy here? Team Good Boy, all the way. Team Good Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you are a Put Your Playlist fan because you do have the nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> well, Homeboy, Homeboy had three years to make a move. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you that sound just true. like Andy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, um, so I know I know Jenny did an episode with a ATC Debak. So mm -hmm. I did a startup episode with Jess. Oh, uh, and nice. So we, yeah, we did startup together. And yeah, yeah I was I was repping Good Boy the whole time. She was Team Namdasan. My wife is Team Namdasan. So, oh uh, wow, yeah. So yeah, good times, good drama, fun. Yeah, like you said, Bay Area. We know all about startups, right? Yeah, startups mm -hmm. culture down here. So, did you like the yacht scenes they had in San Francisco? <laughs> I don't know what day oh in the Bay Area they filmed it, but it is not that peaceful on the water. I've been on those waters, and it does not look yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just you, your yacht isn't big enough, Brandon. You need a bigger yacht. That's I guess right. so. Mine's a rowboat, so. <laughs> All right. So I'm whipping back around with my uh, third pick, for, or my pick for the third round. And let me think here. I gotta, I gotta d narrow this down. Now, um, I won't say. I'll, I'll say it later. Jennifer and Nadira knows which one I would normally pick if we, if this was the first time we did this show. But I'm gonna go with. Hmm. All right. This show has an autistic lead that is not a lawyer. <laughs> this oh. is a kid who inherited a business from his dad after his untimely death. It is a business where they go in to clean up after people who die suddenly. Oh. And this kid uh, is just in touch with 
he observes things that people can't see. He sees things that other people can't see. We are talking about Move to Heaven. I think, was it number one? Number, number two? One. Number mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Great pick. Such a so, moving drama. They nailed yeah. it. Concise. Doesn't have any episodes that doesn't need to. Great drama. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the shorter episode ones and just really touching and just the relationships between the uncle and and the this the best friend this the neighbor next door and even you know they they have they have kind of an all-star cast of sorts you know EJ Hoon and they have mm-hmm. uh Young from Girls Generation was in this one and the kid I forget his name but yeah he did uh Racket Boys mm-hmm. and Crash Landing on You Crash he's Landing. he's an up and comer for sure yeah so I I you guys so you guys like this drama Jennifer and Nadira did you like this drama I loved it. Um, and I thought it was really cool how they covered a profession that no other K-drama <laughs> yeah, has ever right. even done before. It actually made me go on a rabbit hole. And I was like YouTubing documentaries about like these people who basically clean up after people have passed away alone, because that's usually the one, yeah. the people that they clean up after, right? Forgotten people forever. who died alone. Yeah. yeah. And so it's really sad. We're yeah. with you, Jennifer, because Jenny and I went to go get groceries and we were walking and we saw a truck that and the sign and the logo they do that job and we were pointing at it we're like i've never seen that before but they do exist it exists yeah Yeah. it's so funny i didn't think of that k drama as a workplace drama because i had it on my list as just one of like maybe an honorable mention or something and then you brought it up and i was like oh my gosh yeah he's literally running a business that is a workplace yeah yeah all right yeah i thought that might be one that you not everyone would think of as a workplace but uh yeah okay Moving on to Jennifer with the third pick in this round. What do you got? Yeah. So I think I have another drama that no one has ever heard of. That seems to be the (laughs) running trend here. Um, So um, it stars one of my favorite actresses that who who never seems to age, um, Zhang Nara. And it is called VIP. And basically the premise is she works at a department store designed for like the top 1% in Korea. So super luxurious. And she works on a team with her husband and three other women. And one day she receives a text that her husband is having an affair Mm. with one of the other women there. So it sets her on this whole trajectory to find out who her husband is cheating with. Uh. So I feel like it's more than just like a mockjang drama, though, with the cheating aspect, because it really like delves into the lives of each of the three women and like the struggles that they're going through. And then we also learn more about why her husband cheated and um, and just all around kind of forgive him in a way. So if you want like a drama that is not really black and white, but more gray, mm-hmm. then I think this is a good drama to check out. Okay. Oh, wow. I watched the first 30 minutes of this K-drama and, and I didn't get into it. I think it's like the type of K-drama that I typically don't like. I'm talking mm-hmm. to Jenny and Brandon too. It's the type of like, <laughs> like little woman, the political, uh, like, you know, stuff, the, you know, that, that stuff I don't like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like little woman in that aspect. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Okay. I like this, Jennifer. You're bringing in stuff that I haven't seen and, you know, stuff that we have to dig a little to find maybe. It's because I only have one drama. So I was like, I need to make sure no one will pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I knew no one would pick this. I was like, I know for a fact. No, you're digging deep. You're digging deep in the archives here. This is good. This is good. All right, Andy, we need a workplace drama from you. Okay. Mine is a very typical workplace drama. Um, it is back in 2017. And this features uh, Nam, Nam Kung Min, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he used to manage money for gangs. So basically, he was like a gangster accountant. Um, but he begins working as a chief of accounting uh, he becomes the chief of an accounting department for a, a big company. And basically this whole show is just him struggling to like save the accounting team. And because he has this gangster background, he, he has no like qualms of just like going all out. And it's, it's, um, it's pretty badass. And I really oh. like the K drama. Cool. Uh, what was the name of it? It is called, oh, Chief Kim. Uh, or it's also called Good Manager. I think a lot of these K dramas have multiple English names. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I know yeah. it by Chief Kim. Yeah, yeah, that's a Netflix one, right? Um, I saw it on no, on no. Vicky back in the day, and I think it's both on Vicky and Netflix now. Okay, I'm not sure if it's on Netflix actually. Yeah, yeah, no. Cool. Okay, Chief Kim or the Good Manager. I know I've seen it either on Vicky or Netflix. I know I've seen it's on Kakawa. Kakawa, which is what could be Vicky, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, which is Vicky as well. Yeah. All right. Cool. Good pick. Uh, Jenny with a workplace drama. There's a lot left out there. I know, there's a lot left. So I actually had this on my list, but I was like, I'm sure someone else is going to say it. But it is Hospital Playlist. Uh-huh. Um, and you get one and two. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I will say I love one better than two. Um, right, yeah. But synopsis 100%. for people who don't know, it's basically about these five doctors who have been friends since undergrad school. And it's really just like a day-to-day kind of um, reflection of like what they deal with as doctors and kind of um, focusing on their friendship as well. So it's really nice because you get yeah. the intense hospital scenes, but you also just get this strong group of friends who I will say like those five actors and actresses, like they have so such good. good chemistry. Like I've never in real s- life, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like they've come out like after the K drama do like variety shows, and they just always seem like they're having a great time. So I love this one because it's really about a profession that I've never really touched, never never been in, and so it's cool to like learn stuff from it, um, but also just to kind of like you know live in the day to day of these five friends. So one of my yeah. favorite dramas of all time for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think season two kind of flopped a little because they went away from that, right? The the friendship was why we were watching season one so intently. And then season two, they kind of went away from the friendship stuff. They went a little more, I don't know. I felt like it lost a little something in season two. They went into the love lines mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that were a little, yeah, I don't know. They were a <laughs> yeah. little questionable. Yeah, 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 it just wasn't interesting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we all I think I think all of us like that drama. It's it's one of the biggest dramas of the year, right? It was so good. Mm-hmm. And I would say if anybody wants to watch it, like get through the first two episodes because it is atypical, like type of K drama. Like if you're used to watching like the typical tropey K dramas, this one's not like that, like for the yeah. most part. So I think you really need to get through one and two to warm up to the idea of it, and then you can like really come to appreciate it. Right, because there's yeah. not like a, a through line plot that's very mm-hmm. plot heavy. Yeah, it's really about characters. It's almost like a hospital sitcom. Yeah, in a sense, in a way, yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. and and the singing, the music, really. Good. Oh my gosh, the band, <laughs> yes, and the OST yeah. is just phenomenal. So good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were really playing, right? They were really playing those instruments, and they really did those concerts and stuff. Yeah. And then Nadira said that they did the camping show outside of that set, uh, outside yes. of that hospital building. 
Love that. The headphone game and stuff is just hilarious. I love watching them do it. Yeah, they genuinely seem to really like each other. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Nadira, what do you got for us for the last pick of the workplace drama? I have a drama that not a lot of people seem to talk about. It's called Touch Your Heart. Oh, yeah. Um, <gasps> yes. <it's- laughs> oh, man. Jenny and I have such similar things. Do you guys want to go to a breakout room or something? You guys I know, know. right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's about uh, – it's. You know, I think it's been framed before after Goblin how a lot of fans wanted like another drama with Idong and Yuina. And I think that's what it feels like. So mm-hmm. Yuina is an actor who is actually not that good and she wants to do a comeback. Yeah. And in order to get this job that she wants, she has to like be an intern at a at a law firm and the lawyer that she's assigned to is Idong and you know hilarity ensues and I, I just laugh so much the first two episodes like it's such a good first two episodes that I don't really see in a lot of key dramas because normally you need four to get used to right? right but with this one I think you just get right into it all right all right what do you guys think what's the verdict on uh, Idong Wook handsome or strange looking <laughs> oh he's I think he's handsome and I think he's more handsome because it's not conventional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He stands yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. My wife can't see it. She doesn't see it. Tell her to watch Bad and Crazy. I think he looked really phenomenal did, in that drama. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I like him as an actor and he seems to have a really nice personality, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does like really interesting lives. Like, you know how like Korean celebrities will do kind of like V-lives or like Q&A or like they'll just like read fans' comments and stuff like that. And his are like really, really funny. He's always just like really aggressive, but in like a good way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you like him, um, watch him in Minoi's Yorizori, which is right. on YouTube. He's a guest on that, and that's yeah. uh, it's a really cute 15 minute episode. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah. All right. And guess what, Nadira? You get to kick oh, us sh- off on the free for all round. Ooh. I didn't prepare for this. Oh, well, you better come up with something quick. We're going to move on to the next person. There were so many dramas that uh, that didn't get picked in the uh, workplace drama. That was a yeah. really good um, category. I had a lot of backups for that one that I thought people would use. and. Yeah, not many people picked this one. Attorney Wu didn't get picked. Mm-hmm. Um, Itaewon class? I thought that would have gotten picked. Everyone knows I love my mister, but I couldn't pick it again. I picked it on every single show up to this one. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that was actually on my um, list. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I love my mister. Yeah. Yeah, I need Curtis or Jen to remind me. Have we spoken about Be Melodramatic before? Uh, not on, no, not on our episode. But I love it. Yeah, but that's what I picked, Be Melodramatic. Okay. Which yeah. I'm not sure if uh, Pocha have heard about it before. So it's, yeah, it doesn't get a little love. Yeah, no, I, I, I watch, you, be, because of you, Nadira, I actually watched it and really, well, I loved it. I thought it ran out of gas a little bit, but the first 10 episodes, so good. It's, it's kind of meta, right? It's about, it's about writing a drama and directing it and starting the drama but yeah the the first 10 episodes were so good and then it kind of ran out of gas for me once the couple gets together right it kind of loses some steam but yeah really funny really funny at times like some of the most hilarious stuff 
it has a lot of absurdities that doesn't really take away from the story. Like, you know, suddenly this guitar appears out of nowhere and yeah, she starts yeah. playing it. Yeah, yeah. Just like little things. And um, I, I do recommend watching it. I think Jenny would like it. Um, so it's about these three women who have like very different profession, but they've been friends for a long time. It has, it covers a lot of genres. And when there are really sad, depressing stuff, I don't feel it's heavy handed. I feel like it's justified when they have those scenes. Yeah. You know what I just realized earlier when you were talking about Hello My 20s? I was like, oh, yeah, I think the, you know, co-star from Vincenzo is in there. I realized that I totally mix up the two dramas. It's this drama that I'm thinking this about drama, yeah. with her and the sad boyfriend situation. And yes, I think it's also called Mellow is My Nature, right? And right, it just right. I just looked yes. it up and it rang about. I have heard of this. Um, but it's good to know you like it. Sounds like we have a lot of similar tastes. So maybe I will <laughs> check it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I recommend it for sure. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and the guy, the main lead was from Reply 1988, right? Yes. I like how the guy isn't conventionally attractive. Yeah. But he's so we funny. Yeah. There's a PowerPoint scene in there that is, I was on the floor laughing and dying about the PowerPoint scene. So yeah. For, if for no other reason you watch this drama, watch it for the PowerPoint scene. Is he also the guy in Liberation Notes by any chance? I don't know if you guys have seen that one. He doesn't show up until the end, though. Oh, okay, gotcha. I just saw his name yes. on the casting, and I was like, oh, I love that guy. <laughs> Mr. Goo? But they make a cute couple. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. he's only yeah, like yeah, three yeah, episodes, yeah. yeah. Got it. Mr. Okay. Goo. Yeah. <laughs> and he plays a bristly character in this one, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are we foreshadowing another pick coming on soon? <laughs> All right. Uh, Jenny, with the 20th pick overall, the second pick in this round, you can pick any drama. What drama will you pick for this round? All right, I'm going to pick another 2020 K-drama. And I, I do regret because we never got a chance to really talk about this one on our podcast. I think it might have been in our first episode, but we kind of just recapped like the whole K-drama. And it was definitely when we were a lot greener. So it wasn't the best recap we could have done, but it's called It's Okay Not to Be Okay. Yeah. Um, this one was really interesting. It's like a very... It's like kind of dark, but kind of goofy at the same time. It's a very artistic mm -hmm. K-drama, um, but it's basically about the storybook artist. She's kind of like in a dark space. She's had a lot of like trauma growing up and she meets this um, nurse who works at a psychiatric hospital. And like he also has, you know, all of his baggage and they come together and just this very interesting kind of love story. Um, and I just love them because they had fantastic chemistry. And the show was very interesting too, because they focus on a lot of like mental health things, which like, I feel yeah. like, you know, it does float around in K-drama, but more in the recent years, I've seen more about that. Um, and then the nurse that I'm talking about, his, like, brother does have, like, um, a mental disorder. I think he had, um, I, I don't know if he was on the spectrum, but essentially, like, they do highlight the struggles that he had to go mm -hmm. through. But it was really, really good. Um, and I, I really, really liked it. So I wanted to bring it up. And the visuals, not too shabby on the visuals, if you know what I mean, Jennifer. <laughs> oh, is it because Kim Soo Hyun? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> it's his post-military abs. What, what, what was the actress's name? She was also a famous so actress. So Ye Ji. So Ye Ji, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a real breakout role for her. I mean, she's been in some stuff before, but yeah, she she really blew up on yeah, this one. she looked great. That's my Asian crush. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The costumes, I mean, her outfits, the makeup, yeah. you know, just her acting. Really? Her voice. I love her voice. Oh, yes, the husky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and evidently she's fluent in Spanish. She lived in Spain for a while. Oh. Like yeah. 
So I'd like to see her in a role. She could have been in uh, Memories of the Alhambra. <laughs> <laughs> she pl- she plays another drama where she plays the Spanish guitar or something similar. Oh, or no, she dances tango mm. and she goes to Spain. So you actually get to oh, see, okay. or she goes to Argentina. Sorry. Okay. Oh. She gets to go to Argentina and tango and she actually speaks her Spanish there. So okay. if you want to see her show, show it off. There was another drama. I forgot the name Is of it. Is it though. Eve, the one that came out kind of recently? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I watched like two episodes. It's a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. It's so spicy in the beginning. I It's it's a lot. It's a spicy train yeah. wreck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you like melodramas, mahjongs, mm-hmm. it's it's for you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, my, my wife's right on board with you, Jenny, on this one. She loved it. I, I had a little trouble with the plot, you know, the mm-hmm. whole mom thing. And, plot you know, holes for of, sure. Yeah. I was kind of like, wait, wasn't she dead in a suitcase? You know, but anyway, <laughs> no spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But anyway, that's a, that's a big spoiler alert. <laughs> Oops. If you haven't seen this drama, Oops. I didn't just mention that. I didn't just mention that. All right. Uh, Andy, what do you have for us for any drama um, for this round? I was thinking about picking my favorite drama, but I'm just going to veer away from that just because it's a very recent one. But I'm going to go back to 2015, um, and it's called Oh My Ghost or Oh My Ghostess. And this one stars Park Bo Young, the the one from Strong Woman, and then Daddy Doctor from Hospital Playlist. And it's about a um, the daughter of a shaman who can see ghosts, who gets uh, who gets possessed by a ghost, and she works in a restaurant under a chef, and it just showcases like her her ability to like cook and like you know her relationship with the chef. And it's a very cute drama because you can see the personality shift when she gets possessed by this ghost. It has a really really cute ending, uh, and really sad ending as well. And uh, I I don't know, this is one of the first dramas I've seen uh, back in 2015. I was like, wow, this is a one of the more memorable dramas that I, I that yeah. evoked a lot of emotions for me. Yeah, and it's a murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. Oh my ghost was going to be my backup for my sci-fi because oh. that's that's what one of the one that kind of pulled me back into Korean dramas after first after so long was Park Bo Young and I love Kim So Lee, the the other girl. She's yeah. just so funny and she has spaces and she's not afraid yeah. to look ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just so sad that she didn't have that much airtime because she's only like, mm. well, I don't want to spoil it too much, but uh, she just doesn't have as much airtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I watched a drama as well. And I don't know. A question I always had while watching it is, does he fall in love with her or does he fall yeah, in love with the ghost? That is the problem. And so mm-hmm. that's why I could never jump on board 100% yeah, with yeah, yeah. that drama. But that's sure. why it's so emotional at the very end because it's just like, Oh, you know, you know, at the finale or near the end, you're just like, you know, who does he actually fall in love with? I know, tricky man. And is he technically cheating? <laughs> it's a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> yeah, he's like, can I have both? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. I mean, you can justify that by saying Park Boyung's character eventually kind of come out of her shell and kind of become like the other girl. Yeah, yeah. I I had I had both this one and uh, Strong Woman Debosu on my spirit my fantasy one, but yeah, okay, good pick. I like that one. Um, I I recommend this drama. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Jennifer with the third to last pick. What do you got? Uh, yeah. So this drama actually stars my um, I guess my idol crush, um, Lee Jun Ho, and it also has Lee Se Young in it. Um, it's actually a historical drama, and it's called The Red Sleeve, which uh-huh. aired in 2021, and it's actually based off of the real life story of King 
Zhengzhou. Um, I think he's regarded as one of like the best kings of Joseon. And I would say that although it does have some politics, um, which might turn off some people, I think at its core, it's a it's more of a love story um, between a king and a court lady. And I think the part that I really liked is like her dilemma, right? Because she was a court maid who just wanted to see the outside world. She didn't want to be confined in the palace her whole life. But if she chose to marry the king and become his concubine, then that meant that mm-hmm. she would have to stay within the palace walls for her whole life. So I think throughout the whole drama, she really had to juggle that. Like, what does she want? Does she choose her love for the king or does she like explore the outside world? And I think that was such a cool thing to explore in a historical drama because I feel like that's such a modern right, and progressive right, yeah. thing to think about so that's why i really like that drama is it really sad it was a, oh yeah so if you will be angry if there's a sad ending do not watch it <laughs> so if something like mm. scarlet heart real scarlet hearts ending made you angry then that is my warning to you Ooh. watch until episode 16 and stop <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. okay okay yeah no a, a lot of people actually just from atc debak really loved red sleeve i think she really loved it i just think it was so well done like just watch the first 10 episodes and stop there if you really don't want sadness <laughs> is that is that a vicky one again as well or uh i don't remember where i watched it okay yeah i think it's I on vicky i saw it pretty popular yeah. on there like last yeah. year was it 2021 you said i think so yeah all right. Brandon, are you choosing a really recent one for your pick here? I have so many because I'm going last because I, I wasn't sure what else was going to come out. So okay. I will, don't worry about me. I have many backups. Okay. All right. <laughs> then I'm going to go with a drama that just ended. It is a drama with one of our favorite actresses, Kim Go-un. It is an adaptation of a book that's over 100-something years old. It is called Little Women. It is not what you expected. I thought it might be just, you know, women just kind of dealing with life and getting (laughs) older and coming of age. But no, it is a conspiracy, murder, uh, what else is it? (laughs) It's an adventure. It is action. It is bonkers <laughs> it has problems i i've heard andy's opinion on this drama it is not favorable <laughs> we should just give the floor to andy and have him <laughs> say why I he hear your like thoughts. It. it's okay everyone has their okay, own but here's here's what i did like about it it was so it was so bonkers but i just wanted to watch it every week i, I came back yeah. to it looking forward to it it made me think yeah there's plot holes yeah there's <laughs> the, the Hydrochloric acid scene was one of the most ridiculous <laughs> scenes. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, we don't know. I won't tell you what happened, but uh, and there's some things I wish happened that didn't happen. But at the end of the day, the way I rank dramas are, did I did I want to come back to it and watch it? You know, yeah. was I anticipating the next episode? What If I could have binged it, I would have binged it in two days. Like It's one of those shows that just you just wanted to know what happened. You wanted... And the acting... Um, we, I think Jennifer and Adir and I said that if anyone else played that, uh, in Jisoo, oh, what's her name? In, Inju character. If anyone else had played the Oenju character, we would have been so annoyed with her and so mm-hmm. frustrated because she's so, she, the, the decision she makes her terrible. But because it's Kim Go and she played it so well, I, I, you know, I believed it. 
I believed yeah. it. You know, I, I was with her on it. So I'm picking Little Women. Anyone want to come at me? Andy, you want to come at me? <laughs> it's okay. I mean, everyone likes that. Sh- a lot of people like that show, and it, it was a good show for its own own merits for sure. <laughs> so one I of the- think it's a rare instance. It's a rare. It's, oh, sorry. It's a rare instance where it's a bad writing, but it's a great execution. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that's a okay. good way to say it. Oh, interesting! I thought the writing was great. <laughs> <laughs> so many plot holes. Yeah, like so many things. Like they failed the Chekhov's gun test, where they just put so many things in there, and it doesn't come up again. Yeah, mm. yeah. And yeah, there's some, there's some red herrings. You know, they had to throw out some people that you thought might be something, but there turned out to be nothing. You know, mm-hmm. a lot. So it kind of makes it fun. Yeah, but yeah, I think you guys, between the three of you, you all hit on different areas. Like Brandon liked it more than the others, and Jenny was kind of in the middle, and Andy's kind of on the bottom. <laughs> That's the way it is sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. Dramas. Yeah. I think for me, like Curtis said, I just really wanted to finish it, and yeah. it kept me engaged. And if yeah. a drama can do that, because mm-hmm. I lose interest pretty quickly, yeah, but yeah. I did not lose interest in Little Woman. Yeah, yeah. All right, bringing up the rear here is Brandon with the last pick. Uh, you got something recent or something older? What do you got? I'll go something a little bit older. I mean, I have so many. And since I'm, I think we're done after this, right? I this can just it. name you, all of them. You got everything. But no, I will go Prison Playbook 2017. Okay. You got Park Hesu, Jung Kyung Ho, Jung Ein, Lee Kyung. I mean, the cast, the stories. Yeah. This could be a workplace drama. It could be anything, really. I, I just love this drama, and there's a couple scenes that really tug at the heartstrings, uh, specifically around, like, Jean Valjean, and um, uh-huh. there's some controversy that he needs to make some hard decisions in there, and that segment was great. Did you like the couple? The couple as in the, the Crystal sister? and... Oh! No, no, uh, Crystal. I wasn't watching it for the love lines. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was watching awkward. it for the bromance. It was a little awkward. Yeah. Brandon really, really liked this K-drama when he was watching it. There's this one Korean song that really hit him that they were all singing. What was the song title, Brandon? Bravo, My Life. No, it's by... Um, no. I forgot the name. Oh, no. Okay, never mind. I thought you would have been able to like, that was the song of the year. I'm pretty sure it's Bobby Kim <laughs> and it's called That Person. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. He was really into it. So I think it was a solid K-drama, though. I, I remember Brandon was watching most of it, but I would sit down with him and watch like a couple scenes. And I just remember crying, even though I didn't even know what was happening. I was like, the scene is so sad. And he's like, you don't even know these characters are talking about it. I'm like, yeah. but still, like it's just done yeah. really well. Oh, man. Yeah, pretty much if you're a dude... If you're an actor in Korea and you're not in this drama, you know, like they're they're just rolling in people left and right, <laughs> you know. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, DP guy. Uh, Jung Hae. Jung Hae. Yeah, Jung Hae. You know, right? It's like you're like he's not the lead in this. You know, he's coming in as a side character. What? Yeah. yeah so they rolled in a lot of strong, strong, strong actors in this one. Yeah, it's, it's a rare drama that makes prison look kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I did an episode with Jess on this one too, and we were saying if you got to go to prison, you got to do it in South Korea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you got little TVs, you got little chores mm-hmm. to do, you got ramen at night. Yeah, it's not they bad. have hardwood floors. I remember in Little Woman that you brought up earlier, like Kim Go goes to prison for like a hot yeah. sec, and she has yeah. like a nice little room. Like that's a three thousand dollar apartment in San Francisco, right there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's recap this. Let's see. Jennifer, you want to recap round three? So for the workplace dramas, we had Startup 
Move to Heaven, VIP, Chief Kim, Hospital Playlist, and Touch Your Heart. All right. Uh, Brandon, can you wrap up round four for us? Yes, it will be Be Melodramatic, It's Okay Not to Be Okay, Oh My Ghostess, The Red Sleeve, Little Woman, and Prison Playbook. All right. Yeah, this is a good list, you guys. I think it's fun for us, too, because, you know, you guys have been doing your pod since, what, 2019? 2020. 2020. So we don't get to hear you talk about stuff before 2020 very often. (laughs) So this is kind of fun for your listeners, maybe, to hear some of these. Um, yeah, I, any, anything we missed here? Anything that uh, you definitely would have picked if, if you had one more pick? If I had one more pick, if I had two more picks, there's two dramas uh-huh. that I would have liked to mention. Our Beloved Summer. I really, uh-huh. really enjoyed mm-hmm. that one. And I know some yeah. people don't really enjoy it um, just because the main lead. You either like them as a couple or you don't. And I totally get it. And for me and their individual backstories. I really like that drama. And then Our Blues is another one that, uh-huh. for me as a Korean, I, I really enjoyed those segments. Um, yeah. Yeah, those are my two honorable mentions. Do you guys have any? Go. I was close to picking my Liberation Notes. I really liked it too. Mm-hmm. Again, there's it's not a perfect drama. I didn't like the ending. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of... Sl- it's slow. It's really slow. But... Uh, it's one of those ones too that we turned, we tuned in every week, and I wanted to see it, and I was watching it, and you know, as it was released, and it's one of those dramas where it's like, what, how is this gonna end? And I wanted to know. I didn't like the ending, but Jennifer Nadir and I talked about it online a lot. But uh, you kept thinking he would die. I wanted, oh, really? I wanted to die, but I thought he was gonna go on a gangster blaze of glory, man. Every <laughs> week we would be on our chat. It's like, and Curtis like, he's gonna die, he's gonna die, and we're like, no, he's not. <laughs> Honestly, I would have been maybe have been okay with that ending. I don't know. Now that I thought I'm thinking it would have been stronger, it. honestly, than him just walking away. <laughs> oh, oh that was a good one. I would say if there's anything that I would throw out, um, and I was kind of debating this one for the fantasy one, but this is like an older drama that actually Andy also really likes. I think it's called "I'm Not a Robot." Yes, um, really great, and I feel like it's really low key, and it's so fantastic. It's about this girl. It's really well done. Yeah. Like her ex boyfriend, like for some reason, designs a robot after her, and like he's selling this robot to this like rich CEO guy who's like allergic to humans, and like the robot gets I don't know what happens to it, but it doesn't work. So he's like, "Girl, can you like pretend to be this robot, please?" Like my for entire like a day. yeah, and then she ends up you know doing the whole thing, and the guy's not allergic to her, and so this romance blossoms, and it's fantastic, mm-hmm. and it's like well thought out I thought the ending was great like it's a really cute drama and I think it's just kind of slid under the radar but it came out in like 2017 so a while back yeah I mean anytime you have a plot like that and you can pull it off and people Mm -hmm. (laughs) enjoy it you know it's such a ridiculous plot but (laughs) they made it work man I was believing it I was was all in on that one yeah yeah (laughs) oh man Uh, see Nadira what, what didn't make the official list what's on your list still well, I really wanted to pick Monthly Magazine Hell. Um, mm. It's also with Jung So-min. Um, I like how a lot of the forums people were joking about how Jung So-min couldn't buy a house in because this is my first life. And in Monthly Home Magazine, the same case, she can't buy a house as well. It's just about her, you know, being in a workplace um, of, a, of a Monthly Home Magazine that talks about interior and about architecture. And I think it really slipped under the radar because the main guy, I forgot his name, but he doesn't get a lot of main leads um, roles. Uh, it's, it's it's not a high-conflict drama. 
probably. Right. I, I'm not sure I know his name. Yeah, but it's 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 quite it's quite an easy watch. Mm-hmm. You know, we we had talked about doing historical dramas at one point, and I I think I would have gone with Pachinko on that one. Uh, not the first four episodes, maybe <laughs> the the last four episodes just got really weird and got away from the book. I think the first four episodes are really good. Uh, the look of it, I mean, it looked like a prestige drama, like something mm-hmm. that you would be on. Well, it was on Apple, right? But it'd be something that was on HBO or something that was like really, really well financed. So the look of it, the, the cast, just the, the writing, of course, with, uh, Minjin Lee's book. Yeah, so I don't know. I might have picked that for my historical one. Tell me how was he in He was acceptable. <laughs> he didn't bother me. No, he didn't he didn't detract from it at all. Okay. So yeah, he didn't bother me. Uh all right. Well, anything else we want to say before we wrap it up? Well, I just want to say on behalf of Pocha Playlist, thank you so much yeah. for having us. This was a lot of fun. And uh, it's kind of funny. We talked about it in the beginning, but when we got asked to do this collab, I think we were just like, oh, Jenny, you should go on and do it. And then Jenny was like, well, you're literally going to be home. Why would you not just <laughs> join the call? <laughs> and I was like, you're right. And then we like roped Andy into it. But I had a lot of fun. Did you guys have fun? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was great. Absolutely. It's good talking yeah. about K-dramas with other people. Mm-hmm. Usually it's just our group. And then there's just a couple more friends too. So it's good to see other people's perspective on these K-dramas. Definitely. And I feel like we got a lot of good ones. Like I'm adding a couple to my list from what you guys recommended. So it seems like we uh, have a lot to watch coming <laughs> in the next couple months. For sure. For well, sure. Poach a Playlist, we've never done our own collab. So I can't think of uh, you know a better group of people. Uh, yeah. we, we should also invite Jess from ATC on as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep these collabs going. Yeah, fun definitely. yeah no it is fun to hear other people's opinions and yeah so so good seeing you guys so good meeting you guys so uh everyone out there go give poach a playlist podcast to listen on spotify apple wherever you get your podcasts uh if you like k-dramas and you just like people talking about it and breaking it down and ranking it. Maybe you don't always agree, but it's always a good time. One of, one of the testaments to your show is that I will listen to it even if you're talking about a drama that I am not even interested in watching. Oh, nice. <laughs> I will say all three of us were on our best behavior. Yeah. We didn't use any swear words. We get a little wild on our podcast. So for anyone Me thinking too. we're like this on our um, platform, <laughs> you know, true. be prepared. We're yelling at each other. No, yeah. Thank you for being on your best behavior. You didn't have to be. I would have accepted it. It wouldn't have been a problem. But uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for coming along, everybody. Nadira, Jennifer, as usual, a pleasure talking to you about K-dramas. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, and I feel like Polka and I have such different perspectives on dramas. So it's really cool to hear the counter argument. Like a drama I hated, they're like, oh, yeah, this is my top drama. And I'm just like mind blown over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So... That just about does it for our 2022 K-Drama Draft. Thank you so much to everyone who helped out with this. And make sure you listen to Pocha as well as us on all your platforms. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Come on. Five stars, everybody. Five stars, right? Yeah. So give us a (laughs) review on on Spotify or a... uh, Sorry. Give us a review on Apple or a rating on Spotify or Apple, please. You can write to... Poach a playlist at what's your email address? Yeah. Poach a playlist at gmail.com. Yep. You can write to Poach a playlist at Poach a playlist at gmail.com. That's, I think that's all your social media is at Poach a playlist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can find them on Instagram and all other social medias. 
Um, audience, whose list did you like? Did you agree with our choices? Did we introduce you to maybe a new drama? Write into us at infatuationpodcast at gmail.com. You can also message us at Instagram at the infatuation podcast. Maybe I'll put up this list on the, uh, no, it's not a contest, but maybe we'll put this list up on our social media to see what people think of our list and you can, you can comment on those. So take a look at our Instagram to find that. But until we talk to you again on behalf of Brandon, Andy, Jenny, Jennifer, and Nadira, we hope that you're all happy, healthy, and safe out there. Until we talk again, see you later. Bye. Bye. This is the Poacher Playlist, and we're out. 